This is Two Shy Girls Podcast. I'm Simone. And I'm Anne. And today we have a lot of things to talk about. Uh, not that many, but you know. Uh, the first story is about we have Oregon and San Francisco and I think Washington. Yeah. We... In their like red state of doom. Apparently, I mean, it's not just like when I like, when I looked at it. The whole sky is this—it's this like dark reddish, ugly color. It's like something out of a nightmare. Yeah, it looks like a post-apocalyptic world, all because of a gender reveal. Um, this I was shown. Don't do gender reveals. But but still, I mean, it's 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 not normal. Like, oh, like so. How how long ago was the uh, we had the Australian wildfires? Those were those were just like a couple months ago, right? Those were the beginning of quarantine. Yeah, and then we had, um, LA had one, didn't they have one, like, not too long ago either, like. Yeah, in California, and then they got those, they got those put out, and then this gender reveal in a forest, <laughs> which, first off, that's your first problem, is that you were doing it in a forest. I don't know what thing they used, but, so it said some type of smoke device. So they did, like, in the forest, they just, I mean... Like, they ignited something that smoked the color. Oh, my God. What happened to the nice, sophisticated gender reveals where we were just having parties with cakes? Yeah, I, I like the... Or they have, like, you know, the little balloons where they burst. The yeah, they're, like, in a box. And those yeah. See, those are nice. And in backyards. We already have enough to deal with right now with climate change. So if you're just going to add to it... I mean, like now they literally have an apocalypse now. It literally looks like an apocalypse out there. Yeah, and I'm worried for all of their health and safety, and especially the homeless population that don't have any way to get away from mm. this ash and soot. Um, and and considering California already has been hit hard by COVID, yeah, so put that together, it's a mess. Yeah, it's a it's a big mess, and I. Hope that everybody is healthy and that the, those who are evacuated have a place to go. Um, yeah, it's just really hard. But for our next story, we're going to talk about all the Trump supporter boats sinking. Oh my god. <laughs> so funny. I have to say that the funniest part about them sinking is that one of the bigger boats uh, drove by the smaller boats. And created a wave that sunk the smaller boats. I just saw this picture of, like, first of all, I didn't even know that they were having this rally on the water. Where I did guess, they like, having it? No, I didn't, like, why would you think that's a good idea? But wait a minute, I'm sorry. I'm, I, now I'm thinking about who I'm asking that question to. <laughs> right. I mean, well, even the non-Trump supporters and their over Labor Day weekend with all the people in the uh, in the river in the it's a river right no Lake Michigan I guess technically it is a river yeah yeah it, but it's just called Lake Michigan uh it's a I mean well you're thinking of are you thinking of Chicago River because we got the Chicago River no but technically it's a river because rivers go into into the ocean, into larger bodies of water. 
and lakes are surrounded by land. So that is a river. It's a lake because it's surrounded by land, right? No, it's not. It is. It's surrounded by, let's see, you've got. All right, hold on. I'm going to look it up. you got Michigan, Wisconsin, Illinois, Indiana. I know this because I remember going to Michigan and you can look out and you could see, if you ever go there, you could see Indiana and all the different states. Well, you can see Indiana and it's like, you can see the factory part of it, but. Oh, I guess it goes into Lake yeah, see. Huron. So the Great Lakes. Yeah. That eventually go to Holmes. the ocean. Homes. You ever used homes in school? Dude, we didn't have a, we didn't have a, I'm from the South. Like, we didn't have a Great Lake. They're all up here. Uh, true. Oh, that's so weird. Yeah, they're. Mm, I can't anyway, imagine. so <laughs> the boats of what I was saying was a lot of people were on boats on Lake Michigan and I'm sure if a bigger boat were to do by then, they would have drowned too. Like, being on the water is dangerous. So it's just a sign, is basically what we're getting from here. The, the sinking boats is a sign of something. Of, of what? Of the sign of what? A sinking campaign. I personally think Trump is gonna win again because it's hard to be an incumbent, but that is a whole other, that is a whole yeah. other mess. That, that is, and that's something we'll have to, we'll get probably more into when. In like a month. Yeah. Less than that. We're already, oh my. Yeah, election is like what, two months away. Two months, yeah. Wow, it's crazy. Did you know that Georgia's school is having election day off, but our school said, well, my school said, we're going to leave it up to the individual professors. If they don't want to have that day off, they don't have to. But it's, a le- it's my right. Let me vote. I know your school, so I'm not surprised to hear I'm this. so mad about it. We tried so hard. We were like, please let us have the day off so that if we can go wait in line and do our civic duty. And they were like, no. Um, but enough of that. <sighs> the next thing is also Trump related, but it's that Cardi B is being harassed by Trump supporters. Yes. Um, she actually did... She was doing a live stream. It started because her sister was first harassed by some Trump supporters in a parking lot. And when she posted about it, because she's very vocal about her politics. Um, She was a big Bernie Sanders supporter, and now she's very outspoken about making sure people go out to vote for Biden. And if we all instead voted for Joe Jurgensen. (laughs) Joe Jurgensen and Spike Cohen want to want to sponsor me? Um, no, but I believe in the Libertarian Party. Um, it's Georgia's fault. Anyway, so she was being harassed. Oh, yeah, so she was being. Um, so she was really out. She's been very outspoken about her politics, and of course, it's her sister, so she's going to get even more personal mm-hmm. about it. And while doing uh, an Insta Live. She had the usual trolls, of course, right. the Trump trolls, but apparently someone tried to dox her. I don't know what that means. So doxing, they basically leak your personal info on the internet, out to the public. So someone tried to apparently get a hold of her address, and they were going to leak that out. And not only were they 
saying like, you know, we're going to release your address out there. I mean, it was escalating to threats, like down to like, let's go burn down her house. And, um, so it, it got pretty scary from what I, my understanding was she said, I don't know if this part's true, but she said that she actually was going to hire like private investigators for that. Oh, hire the private investigators. Yeah. Girl, you got the money. Um, that's horrible. Yeah. And I think it's even, I mean, for her, she said that, um, her identity comes again into that. People just look at her as like this, like Afro-Latina entertainer. And like, that's all like, she's, you know, supposed to be doing. I think, you know, especially her, cause she's so vocal about it. It really, I mean, she faces a lot of criticism for that. And it's to the point of like, I mean, they threatened to burn down her house. Right. That's, she's a daughter. Yes. You know? This idea of she's just an entertainer. But, yeah, so we'll have to... That's still, apparently, it's an ongoing battle still. She's still got, like, a whole, like, army of now, like, far-right people coming after her. When was this? Let's see. I think it was about three days ago was the incident where someone tried to dox her. Um, so when you first told me that Cardi B was being harassed by Trump supporters... I really thought it was because of that picture of Cardi B in the water and there's like Trump boats that were being sunk. That's what started it. So it actually, like way back, like, I mean, apparently there was, someone was using her music for the the rally, okay? And as like, I mean, kind of a dumb move if, if she, like I said, she's been very outspoken about her Wait, politics. Wait, so, so the Trump supporters were using her? They were using her music. And oh, of course right. she's going to speak out of it, about right. that. And it's no secret. Of, her politics are no secret. She's been very vocal about it. So for them to get mad that she was going to like speak up about it, all I can say is you kind of had it coming. Uh, yeah, that's kind of insane because like nobody nobody's like you know who really aligns with the right wingers cardi b like (laughs) like that's it was just dumb of them but i'm really sad that people are threatening her i forget that celebrities i am i am at fault because i also think forget that celebrities are real people and have real emotions and have real fears Mm -hmm. um so I know that there are other people who do that, but I mean, I would also never threaten anybody. I mean, especially just like you're you're the you're the law student. I mean, leaking someone's personal info online, their personal address, no matter who they are. Again, it's like what you said, they're you're their person. That reminds me. Did you see that Trump Jr. said um, he was talking about the Kenosha shooter? And he was like, we all do dumb things at 17. And Twitter is like, retweet if you never didn't murder people at 17. And I just think it's so funny because we did, nobody murdered people at 17. It's not like they smoked a joint. Like, they, he murdered somebody. Yeah, I don't think I was thinking at 17. Mm, time to go strap up my gun and go look for some peaceful protesters. <laughs> no, like, I'm, I'm typically pro-gun, but... Uh, yeah, I don't think even pro-gunners, like, young pro-gunners are like, um, let me go into a crowd of people with my gun and start shooting. Um, 
for any reason. They're like, they're more like, can we just go hunt some deer? Like, they're fine. Mm. But um, I just thought it was funny. And I I don't have you on Twitter, so I have to. I know, I should make one. <laughs> I have to make one. I'll get to that eventually. Yeah, I'm making a Twitter. Oh, that explains why you weren't, you, um, I was trying to tell you to, to post on, like, the Two Shy Girls Twitter, but I forgot that you don't have no, one. No, I do not. I'm, like, mentally aged, like, 80, as far as technology goes. That's not true. You have a cell phone. I do have a cell phone, but do I, do I use it a lot? I mean, sometimes you guys will get a text from me, like, six hours later. Well, I mean, you're also teaching, so... That's true. Side note, I know this isn't on topic exactly, but I'm starting to feel a little bit for our professors as far as the Zoom goes. I mean, the number of times that I have lost signal or the volume's not working. Oh, no, I feel bad for them because I feel bad for me. Like, I... Today, I was in class, and my internet just went poof. And I was like, where'd it go? Where, like, it just said, no longer connected. And I was like... But I was just there. I didn't do anything. And so, yeah, I, it's a problem. And I know that teachers are having the same problems and. It'll be interesting to watch because CPS just went back. They just started this week. Oh, did they really? Yeah. Yeah. They just started this week because they usually start after Labor Day. So it'll be interesting to see next week how that goes. Maybe we'll be looking into that more. Um, you know, the, the Krimlock professor that you had? He's also my crib pro professor. He he was in class yesterday talking about how like his dog like he was his dog was sitting on his lap and he was like here's Joey and then who like who names their dog Joey first off that's a weird name for a dog and he was like he's like my dog and then we were because we were talking about drug dogs he's like my dog goes everywhere when he's walking and we're like yeah because he's not a trained drug dog <laughs> and he was like. He was like, yeah, I I couldn't keep, I had to pull on the leash. And we were like, what are you talking about? Like, why are you doing, then he said that the, the Joey pooped in the house. Oh. And he was very upset. This was on, this was during, he's, he's on Zoom now? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, he's on Zoom. Oh, so see, look at all that time last, last semester, thinking back to all those recordings he wasted when he could have been having I'm, okay, so, but, like to be fair, we have had class three times, and every single time we have gone for three hours. So, I miss the 20-minute, so, the 20-minute <laughs> lectures. Where I, I, did, did you ever speed it up? Because what I would do is I would record it off of one of the recording apps, since he didn't, he didn't have it on the record, and I would speed it up. You could, you could have speeded it up on uh, Ponto. Again, you're talking to someone with zero technology skills. I did not know. Listen, it literally says one X. You just click two X. But he didn't make it so you could download it. And this is a heads up for any professor out there. If you're going to put it up on there, please make it available to download. You're good, cat. She fighting with the. No. Yes, but please make it available to download because all of their students will appreciate it. Then we can, what really what we're going to do is upload it to YouTube on private so that we can, so that we can take the transcription 
so that when we want to know something, we can just search for the word. Oh, is that what you were going to do this year? Yes. I was, I was planning something completely different. Oh, what were you going to do? I mean, I may or may not have had people asking me, like, care to share your law school stuff from, uh, yeah. Why? Who doesn't want to learn about crim law? Okay, if you tell someone, I'm taking crim law, you have to admit that's probably the most, like, that's where people's mind goes when they hear about first year law school, crim law. Well, I'm in crim pro. Is that where they go to? My mentee works at the state's attorney's office. She is a paralegal. Um, and she was like, I'm so excited for crim law. And I was like, don't be, because it's... <laughs> Don't be, because of who teaches it. I mean, no. Uh, nope, she's an evening student, so you know who teaches it? Oh, I know who teaches it. <laughs> I know who teaches it, but... Yeah, so... The namesake of my, my baby. <laughs> so I told her to be, to be uh, weary because he is a, a time. But she's excited. She should be. Both of my mentees are evening students. I was like, who could be the evening students? But is it? I mean, now that they don't have to go down there, I guess it's not too bad now. Well, yeah, they save a lot of time in commute. Mm-hmm. Um, well, she still goes to the office because the state's attorney's office is still there. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, and she's a paralegal, so they have a lot of clerical stuff to do. Mm-hmm. But... My other mentee, I don't know what she does. She also works full time. Oh, this is kind of making me miss all the law stuff. I feel left out. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, I mean, other than uh, our other friend, Lark Professor, apparently she says is a fuckboy. I saw that. I was about to respond to that. There seems to be a lot of fuckboys, though, in the law. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, earlier today, I was talking to my mentee, and I was like, a white man than a white man. And she... <laughs> I want that kind of shirt. White man than a white man. And <laughs> George was sitting right next to me, and he was like, why do you always have to say stuff like that? I'm like, I'm sorry. I think I found a new school lo- uh, slogan. White man than a white man. It fits. That explains my school perfectly. It does. Oh, did they send you masks too? I did not get my complimentary mask. And I feel like I should have because I was there when we shut down. And I was not compensated enough for that. So please give me my mask. Let me show them to you. I got two. You got two. And this one... And this one? Oh, we're adjustable. Yes, they have adjustable ear things. I had asked about this because someone had texted me um, their mask and I had said something very sarcastic that probably, I mean, it's, it's, it's a nice idea, I guess. Well, they really, I don't know why they sent it now. It's because the law school started three weeks ago. The undergrad just started. I was like, okay. You really don't care about us, look. <laughs> like I said, they're going to single-handedly stop COVID with these masks. 
That's that's yes. their, that's their solution. And their um, hand sanitizer around the building right. in vicarious places. They sent out those masks and they were like done. They also gave you a grade on some coronavirus training. Um, I passed. I got a hundred percent. I apparently was sent that and was very confused because there seems to be some sort of miscommunication. And at first it was confusing because they said, even if you don't plan on returning to campus, and I took that as it meant people who had like dropped out. But then I realized it meant if you don't plan on taking in person. So I almost did that and I almost wasted my time. Well, I'm glad you didn't waste your time because it would have been a bad time. It was like stupid. But I mean, we all know by now, wear your mask, wash your hands, and um, don't pack people in dorms. That's probably probably the best thing you can do. I was at the hairdresser. They made me wash my hands. I was like, <laughs> I mean, I know you're supposed to wash your hands, blah, blah, blah. But I like to have lotion. And they didn't have any lotion. And I was so annoyed because if I would have known, I would have brought I feel like they should be selling. I see that in stores now. They have like all the hand sanitizers and all the cleaning stuff. Really, they need to put some hand lotion in there. Right, and you know what? I blame Bath and Body Works because they had this idea for the hand sanitizer, but didn't think of little bottles of lotion. Right, it would have. I mean, I can feel my hands now. So, because we're in person for school, I have to be walking down those desks like every five minutes. It usually starts in my morning. I wash them down wash my hands, do it again at lunch, more Clorox wipes, wash my hands. Then by the end of the day, I can feel it. My hands are like, like paper. Like it's so, it, ugh. And of course I have no hand lotion there. Tons of soap, no hand lotion. You gotta start bringing hand lotion. I know I do. But that brings more stuff into the, see, this is the tricky thing. Just leave some at, at work. On my desk. Around the kids. I mean, do you have a drawer? I do, but it's locked. I am only temporarily in there. So apparently someone does not trust me enough to unlock the drawers. All right. Well, you're going to have to just pack a bag and keep hand lotion in it. I am. Or find a locker. I'm sure there's one around there. Don't you teach little kids? Why do they have lockers? Little kids? What? They're second grade. Yeah. Do they need a locker? Yeah. Alright. I didn't have a locker in second grade, but... I'm learning a lot of things. That's cool. I did not know that. I didn't have a locker did, in Where did you put... So where did, where, where, did, where did you put your stuff? We brought it... We took it with us. Like your backpack? Yeah, we just carried it around. Wow. That's different. No, it's not. It's also like you guys say junior high. No, we say middle school. Well, it depends. If you're if you're here in Chicago, it's usually yeah, it's usually junior high. If you're out in the suburbs, it's middle school because most of the Chicago schools have a lot of them have the sixth through eighth grade in the K through five school, which I did not know that because out where I grew up. It's a separate school. It's six through eight, and that's the middle school, and it's got its own separate building. 
Yeah, that's how we were. Middle school had its own separate building. Um, Apparently that's not a Chicago thing. But ours were also right beside the high school. So, like, Hmm. well, at least mine specifically. So, like, the middle school was facing, like, the left, and the high school was facing the right, and the bus lot was in the middle because they used the buses for both. Hmm. And so you could exit from either school and be in the bus lot. That's different. It's not that. I mean, it's smart design. So that you can only have one bus fleet for both schools. Hmm. You know how much time I would save every day? Because you don't see it now too much because, of course, they're not in school. But try going down, like, any of the main streets during, like, any regular time when when we did it before COVID. And you would not be able to get down any of the streets between like three and five o'clock between the buses and cars and you could see even like the CTA would sometimes be running like extra routes because you didn't so have So do you have class. school buses? We do. Some schools have them. Um, a lot of students end up relying on the CTA though and I have noticed at some schools like because the schools are against the main some of the biggest streets, they have the CTA stops there. So CTA will run like extra buses through. That's so weird. Oh yeah, I remember I used to come home from when I was commuting to college. I would purposely avoid getting on that bus between three and five because it would be the same bus that all the high schoolers would be getting on. Yeah, and you look like a high schooler, so they just make fun of you. I was more worried about trying to stand in the bus because I could recall vividly them getting through the front and then just kind of like stopping in the aisle and not going all the way back. And we did have one bus lady though. She was so funny. She would stop the bus and she would actually, she reminded me of a teacher. She'd be like, I'm not moving this bus until everybody moves to the back. And I, I never saw, like, a CTA, like, bus driver before so, like, like bent up about that. It was so funny to watch. I always wondered if she had had any classroom time at one point in her life. Because wherever you are, bus lady. I love you. <laughs> Thank you for making my rides back so much easier. Well, let's get on to our last story, which is a local story about Albany Park landlord who is removing longtime tenants. Yes. My old neighborhood, where I was living these past um, two years now, yeah. Um, so what did, did uh, were you able to check that uh, a little bit? Into I that? looked a little bit into it, but I was unsure about whether he was just removing the long-term people or if he was removing everybody from the building. So from what I understood, and this is where most of my law school knowledge would come in handy had I paid attention. Nobody paid attention to property. And contracts? Oh. It's a contract too. Don't forget contracts. Your I was contract. just trying to explain contracts to somebody and it was like, I was like promissory stop while I could not get the words out. I can't. You say the word and I kind of remember it but I really don't. Promissory stop just gave me so much anxiety so like for no good reason. 
I always would just say, like, is it a contract? Yes. And that's what would be where my answer would stop. <laughs> be like, it is. <laughs> sure. Is there an offer? Is there an acceptance? Um, but no, apparently what they had prior to this new landlord was they had, like, a month-to-month lease. Okay. And I don't think it was anything official. But then this new landlord came with the understanding that, yes, this building needed work, but, I mean, it was clear that there was, was, I mean, there was one resident that's been in there for, I think it was like 14 years, maybe a little longer. So he, he had an idea that there, obviously this was people's, this wasn't just like, someone's temporary stay why they like go to school or whatever like these were long-term residents that clearly like this was home for them and of course when covid hit and the shutdown happened for a lot of people rent was like i mean it just was not doable right um and i think for these residents particularly the building itself needed like a lot of repairs like they i mean one resident had said like the backlight would only go on like in the early morning hours not one as soon as it got dark which is when you really need it um someone said like they had i think it was like a faucet or something they had to have a neighbor come fix it so that obviously yes the building was falling apart and when this person bought it it sounded like his intention was to basically develop it but just not develop it for the people in the community Mm. yeah so basically more gentrification yes i mean that's what we all need right um so right now there's again like i mean it's hard for people, I think, sometimes to think, like, oh, apartment, rent, or whatever. But this is really, like, this is home for people. Like, yeah. This is truly their home. And for this person to come in and, first of all, like, turn it on them and say, like, you're the ones who started, like, this rent strike during, like, the shutdown. Um, but it sounded like even if they had not done the rent strike, like, his intentions this whole time, because he went and said well, there's no way I'd be able to do the work on the building if people were living in there. I mean, which is fair, but, like, you could have also just provided temporary housing for them while you were fixing the building. Exactly. Um, and I feel like your loyalty to long-term, like, like to long-term tenants that are going to be, um, that are going to continue paying as much as they can, like, they, you know that they're not going to try to leave, so you don't have to worry about getting a new person. I think that means more than, than like, developing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, also, don't we have ordinances that it's developing into, like... So the tricky part with this was there was an ordinance passed that now, I believe it's, like, 120 days you have to give people. If you're going to, like say to them you cannot live in this building like anymore for whatever reason like fixing or you know it's just not working out you have to give them like i think it's like 120 days notice but that wasn't passed till after this incident happened oh so now they so they only had like the 30 day notice yeah because it can't go retroactively and that sucks but i what they're trying to i guess 
what they're really emphasizing is mainly the the shutdown because there were that that was a big issue um of course there were landlords who were very understanding who um they they basically like cut rent for some people they froze rent but there was there was a good chunk and this is one example that basically said like not my problem that's horrible especially in the middle of a pandemic like mm-hmm. that is not what people need people need homes like it, the 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 huge amount of people losing their homes during this pandemic is just disheartening mm-hmm. i mean because capitalism is so bad that we can't during a pandemic just let people live there for free like the end all be all you should care more about human lives than you should care about money mm-hmm. um and and especially what you said, these, like, these, if you know these people are going to pay because they've been here for a while. Like, they're, they're talking right now, um, they talk about, like, we're trying to raise money to pay back the rent that we, you know, didn't pay you during that time when we were striking. Um, we're willing to negotiate with you. And this person is just not having any of it, just keeps turning it back on them and to me that goes back to okay so then what was your purpose and right first like place? obviously he didn't care and it wasn't about he didn't it wasn't about the fact that they couldn't make rent it was the fact that he just wanted them out like yeah. he didn't want them he was looking for any and every excuse mm-hmm. to remove them from this place mm-hmm. <sighs> well sorry to end on such a sad story but this has been two shy girls podcast and don't forget to follow us the podcast on your social medias at YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter, Two Shy Girls. This has been Simone. And Anne.